Hi everyone, I'm Lily. And I'm Anna, and welcome back to At Home With Lily and Anna. A podcast where we catch up every week from our homes in London and Brighton. And this week we're talking about our first time experiences from blogging trips, books, double dates, and everything in between. If you guys have any of your own funny stories after listening to this, please put them on the Facebook page. <laughs> yes! I would oh, love yeah. that. Oh my god. Lily, how you been? I'm good, thank you. How are you? It's bank holiday. Look at us recording on a bank holiday Monday. <laughs> I am I would say 90% of the time that we do the podcast, I'm so grateful that we don't record the video. But yeah. like, especially today. <laughs> especially today. You just rolled out of bed. Basically, I mean, it's 10 o'clock on a bank holiday Monday. Like, you know, I'll brush my teeth afterwards. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, yeah, I've been good. I've been good. I've got a top of the box this week. What do you have? Oh, I, I have a, a semi-peak of the week and then 100% yum. Oh, go on, you go first. You've got two. Okay, peak of the week. I'm in full-on nesting mode. I know this is normally something that happens in the later stages of pregnancy, but all I want to do is nest and organize and tidy and clean. And this hasn't, this really hasn't happened in a very, very, very long time. I love that. I think the second trimester is the best time to do it because it's when you've got the most energy. See, people keep saying that. I know. <laughs> compared to the third, trust me. I didn't feel oh great, but I felt better than the first and the third. <laughs> Every day I wake up and I'm like, it's getting bigger. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole mobility thing it starts to become a problem. Like things start to fall on the floor and I'm just like, look at it. And I'm like, Mark, pick that up. Like, I just can't. I just can't. But yeah, I just, I had a bit of a sort out of my wardrobe. I sorted out the bathroom cabinets, like, oh, I did the kitchen yesterday. I full on just blitzed the kitchen, like tidied out. Like I have a little snack drawer now. Like, yeah, I don't know. It just, it it came over me and I just couldn't stop. I was so pooped last night, (laughs) but it was good. It felt good to kind of tidy and organize. So I am nesting, but give us your top of the box. You always have top of the box. We watch so much TV, seriously. <laughs> and I and I always think, oh, I've got nothing to talk about this week because I'm not really watching anything. Like, I've ran out of, like, a TV show to watch. I'm literally, like, re-watching old Glee episodes. It's awful. And, like, Friends oh, reruns. No. Oh, I know. no. So, but then we did watch a really good film. There's always something. There's there always go. something. There you go. On Saturday night, we watched a film called Just Mercy. Have you seen it? before I babble no, on. No, I haven't. Okay, oh, good. Good one to add. Although maybe not when you're pregnant. I sobbed my eyes out. Like there's two parts in the film where I just uncontrollably cried. So it's called Jess Mercy. It was actually made in 2019. So it's not a new film. It stars uh, Jamie Foxx, who I absolutely love. Um, and it's a true story that follows a young lawyer who he graduates from Harvard. And then instead of taking on these like high powered jobs that are coming his way, he decides to head to Alabama to fight for justice for those who are wrongly convicted and on death row. I mean, it's just, it's mind blowing for anyone. I think also just as someone from the UK watching this, it's just like, it's just unbelievable and it's mental and it's amazing it's an amazing true story it's one of those ones at the end you see all the real photos of the people and you're like oh, I love oh my that. god yeah I love that. it's so so good I've never even heard of it before I don't know how Rich found it actually I don't even know how where we watched it sorry um but it was brilliant it's a really brilliant film oh that is so good I will yeah. admit I um I think film club this week was Moonlight which is a really good film I don't think I've seen that 
I think it won the Oscar. Like it's, oh. it's supposed to be like a really, really super incredible film. I was just so grumpy <laughs> the day that I couldn't partake. I was just like, I can't. I had to like sit in a bath instead. Um, but maybe I have to do that as my next film club pick. Yeah, it's a good one. Okay, that is good. I have 100% yum. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a show and tell because it's a cookbook. But Molly Baz's Cook This Book is brilliant. I also love that like the title is kind of genius. Yeah. Cook This Book. Cookbook. Yeah, genius. Cook This Book, genius. Um, you know when a cookbook is just, it's so beautifully photographed that you want to eat everything. Yeah. There is a whole chapter on eggs. <laughs> I love that. There is a whole chapter on like spaghetti and pasta. Love that. Um, I will say the beginning of the book is quite meaty. And I was just like, mm, I don't know. There wasn't really much that was singing to me. But towards the end of the book, it's just, it's next level. She does a lot of like side dishes and like snacky things. And it just made me really excited to host again. You love a recipe. I love it. Every time I post food on Instagram, people are like, you swipe up the recipe. I'm like, I have a recipe. It's just food that I put in a pan. <laughs> I, I'm just such a sucker for a cookbook and a recipe. Although we did, we were going to cook one yesterday. And I just looked at Mark and I was like, you know, we just don't have takeaway all that often. Okay. <laughs> and he like looked at me and he was like, what do you fancy? I was like, look, I'm just saying a five guys BLT extra B without the T would like really do me right now. And we drove down to Brighton Marina and we sat outside and had a five guys. It was wow. so cold, <laughs> so cold, but it felt like such a treat. It was really nice. Nice. That does sound good. Well it done. It was really nice. Also, I think there was a girl that walked past that might have seen us. Because <laughs> um, Mark was like, oh, I think I think that girl just like, just saw us. And I was like, oh, like why? Like what made you think that? And he's like, oh, I made eye contact and she was smiling <laughs> directly at me. <laughs> so if you were there, thanks. Like that literally like made Mark's day and it was really sweet. Um, but yeah, it was nice to just like get out. And even though it was freezing and everyone was freezing, it was just, you know, a little... But these little things feel like a holiday these days. That sounds very nice. I am <laughs> jealous that you can just go to a beach. Like, oh, I wish I could do that. Can I just say, talking about, like you just said, there's a whole chapter on eggs and you sounded yes. quite excited about that. Yeah. Have you tried Clarence Court eggs? Oh my God, I love a Clarence oh, Court egg. I love them. So Your jammy good. eggs. Ooh, delicious. So good. I just had such a weird like WhatsApp conversation with Rich's family at like 8 a.m. yesterday about Clarence Court eggs. And his sister was like, yeah, but I get my eggs from like the local farm. I was like, yeah, but you have to try Clarence Court eggs. It's really hard to explain to someone who hasn't tried them before, isn't it? They're so good. Another gran- level. My grandparents get them and then they like save them and they have like two eggs on a Saturday and then two eggs on a Sunday. Like it's their treat. Like they save oh. them just for the weekend. They are that good. There you go. I'm glad there you, you agree. <laughs> we agree on something. We agree on eggs. <laughs> Okay, should we get on to this week's episode, which is all yes. about our first time doing many different things? This is the ultimate memory test. Which we all know I'm terrible <laughs> at. There is one question about both of us that I've just left empty because I was like, I don't know. Anna will know the answer Oh no, I'm slightly worried that's the one that I've left empty as well. Oh no. <laughs> we'll see when we get to it. <laughs> okay, let's kick it off with Rachel who says... 
Ooh, brilliant topic. First time that you realized you were an adult. And there were so many of these. So many <sighs> people said this one and they had so many thumbs up, which I thought was quite funny. Don't you feel like there's multiple moments that this happens? I feel like this realization clicks into your head at multiple times in your life. Yes. Yes, you're right. In different ways. I think for me, the most obvious one was not when I was buying my flat because even at that point my dad was very heavily involved with like helping (laughs) us look for a flat and like I just was constantly going to my dad for help and advice but I I think it's when we were literally like getting our mortgage and like putting our names down and like suddenly had borrowed all this money and then like we get getting bills with our names on I think I suddenly when we were left alone in that flat I was like okay I'm an adult now I have responsibilities (laughs) I think that I, was a moment for me. Yeah, I think for a lot of people, it would probably be moving out. Like I've I've put moving to London. So Mark Mark's course at uni was a year longer than mine. He did a four-year course, I did a three-year course. So in that kind of year, like waiting for him to finish, I just moved back home to Brighton and lived in my parents' room, which my sister had then taken the big room by that point. So I had <laughs> oh. to sleep in the little box room and I was like, this is my karma. Um, it was fine. But I think that moment of moving to London, like Mark, Mark had found a job in London. I was live, I was working in London at that time as well. And we just realized that actually in terms of travel expenses and that kind of thing, it probably made more, the most sense for us to move in. We really didn't overthink it. We were just like, I mean, I was only 22, 23 or something. And like oh moving God. in with your boyfriend, like I don't know at that age. I it remember felt, it was big. We'd like we'd like go out us four, and you guys when it would come to like splitting the bill, you guys would pay on like so me and Rich would like pay on a card each, <laughs> and then you'd have like a joint account. A joint account. And, and I remember just being like, oh, that's so grown up. They had like, you were like, yeah, it's just easier for like bills and like when we eat out. And I was like, oh my God, they're so grown up. Like, but so you did, I think you hit that adult stage quicker than me because I was still living at home. Yeah, it was that whole, like you said, it's the getting the bills. It's that we don't, I don't think we had a, I don't think at that point it was a joint account. It was just a, an account in Mark's name that I yeah. put money into yeah. that we like paid our bills out of. But yeah, it, I don't know, just that. Yeah, that moment of also living in a place that neither of us had lived before. Like we didn't have any family nearby. Our closest friends were like you and you were still like an hour away. Like that whole moving to London. I now think back and I'm like, wow, we did it. But, and at the time I wasn't even thinking it was that scary, but it definitely felt like a level up moment of, oh, we're not students anymore. We're not kids. And then, yeah, I think the other time, I guess, must've been when I had grey Oh my God. But it doesn't feel as scary because it feels more like natural. But it's a bit like, okay, now all the visitors have gone, like my mum's gone home, everyone's gone home and, and suddenly we're left with this baby and we're meant to know what to do with it. That was quite a big like, what the hell moment. That plays on my mind of like 24 <laughs> 24- <laughs> Sorry, your mum won't go home. She only lives down the road. She's fine. She no, but it's, it's that moment I picture. So we give birth and then... And then you come home and you have babies in a car seat and you like walk through the hallway yeah. with a baby yeah. in a car seat and then you just go, oh, what, what do we do now? Yeah, you're driving home and you're like, okay, we're driving home. Yeah. And then you open your door and you come in and, and then you're like, cup of tea? Okay. <laughs> and then the baby starts crying. You're like, okay, uh, nappy, feeding, tired. I don't know what, run out. And then people are like, look at you. They're like, your baby's crying. What does it need? And you're like, I, don't. I remember saying that to someone, to my sister's. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I've just met this baby 
and you've just met this baby. We've both just met this baby. I don't know what it wants any more than you do. <laughs> Lily, I don't even like tea. You said there you were like, you just come home and you just make a cup of tea. I don't even like tea. I don't have know. Have a squash. Have a squash. Have a squash. Like, have your five oh guys BLT. <laughs> You'll be fine. Everyone's winging it. But yeah, I remember just being like, no one is checking on. Like, this is my responsibility now. I can that do what I want. Crazy. I could like squidge her cheeks if I want. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's quite, that's a nice bit. You can, you know. I really want to like pinch his little bum. Like, I'm yeah. yeah. <laughs> I say that to Mark every day. I'm like, just can't wait to pinch his little bum. <laughs> wow. Okay, cool. Um, Laura said, first time you realize something you always did was weird to other people. It's more like, I think this is quite a family thing. Probably something oh, that you do yeah. weird in your family. Well, just, or just, it's like, for me, there's been two moments in my life so far where I've been like, Oh, that's different. One was when I went to uni, because suddenly you're living with people who are from all over. Like yeah. I was living with a guy in my third year, I was living with two friends. One was German and one was like uh, Brazilian and Italian. So we had very different like cultures. So that was my first moment of like, oh, like I remember my mom is obsessed. You must never reheat rice. She's drummed that into my head. <laughs> very dangerous. I never even knew why. You must never reheat rice. And suddenly I was living with a Brazilian who was like, cooking rice and then eating it for about a week afterwards and kept reheating it. And I was like, and I told him and he was like, what are you on about? And he's like, why? And I was like, I don't know why, because my mom told me. There was a lot of like, because my mom told me. I feel like at uni I had a lot of moments where I was like, I've got all these things that I know I should and shouldn't do, but I don't know the reason. I just, because my mom told me. And then the second time was meeting you, funnily enough. Because I feel really? like even though we're so similar, we had so many instances where it was like, oh, you do that different to how I do it. Yeah. And true. there were many times where it was like, that's different because <laughs> it's just meeting someone out outside of your little like bubble isn't it like yeah. me and my friends here are all just exactly the same yeah um so that those are probably the two times where i've been like oh that's really what, interesting yeah things like brushing your teeth before breakfast like i would oh, always yeah. brush my teeth before breakfast and i remember like amount of people i meet who are like who don't and i'm like that blows my mind <laughs> you eat your breakfast with your morning breath what, what do you do? I go, yeah, I think you're crazy. I go, for me, I'd do breakfast and then I'd brush my teeth. Oh, I can't even imagine eating breakfast without like <laughs> cleaning your mouth first. Oh. Um, I reckon that's going to really start something on the Facebook page, Lily. I reckon that's a real 50-50 down the middle. There'll look, be like people who do both. For that. I, fa- I think it's fair. People who brush their teeth before and after, yeah, that's fair. I get that, yeah. But I cannot, I cannot <laughs> deal with like just waking up and eating. Um, and then also toilet paper upside down i know i do it wrong rich has corrected me but i i like to have the toilet paper like underneath like do down you know you like quill it yeah yeah. Uh, yeah those are my things <laughs> what about you i think it's really interesting what you say about meeting each other because yeah we always say this all the time but it's like people think we're the same and we're really not we're really quite different and i, I know what you mean it was meeting someone who was kind of the same as you in some ways but then also like completely different and we had very like different upbringings and life and all that kind of stuff so yeah I agree I think the weird things that people call things in their family so we call the tv remote a hoofa doofa yeah, that's that's just mental or uh, there's just things that we call it a machine <laughs> you pass the machine <laughs> you pass the machine like <laughs> it's just these weird sayings that you have in your family and also we're quite in my family we love to take the piss many years later like Mark one time had a wobbly because he really wanted a sausage roll 
And I was just like, you don't need that sausage roll. This was back in 2014. And the sausage roll thing is still bought up. Now they're like, oh, sausage roll, Mark. Oh, sausage roll. Like, we just love to bring things up. And like, my nanny once said that a McDonald's Happy Meal was just the right size. So we're always like, just the right size. Like, and that's <laughs> like homage to my nanny. Like, I don't know, there's all these sayings that we love to say so people would come to our family and there's a lot of private jokes that people would be like I've got no idea what you're talking about right now like, why are you all laughing and also we're quite huggy like if I left the house when I lived at home I'd have to like hug and kiss my both my mum and dad goodbye whereas I remember coming to your house and you were just I don't even think you said bye you just left and I was like <laughs> wow this is completely different <laughs> this is completely we're different. not very huggy <laughs> no you just you just like left I was like we're not gonna so we're not going to hug everyone. It's <laughs> just like, no, we're just going to leave. I, don't yeah. think, I think family traditions are very specific and particular and can be quite alien to other families, which I think is quite sweet, really. Yeah. I feel like you had a lot of weird food things when you first came and met me and my family and you were like, what is this? Yeah, I was like, an artichoke. Wow. <laughs> I've never had one before. <laughs> you were good though. You embraced it. Thanks. Just gave it all a go. Thanks. Okay, Alice asks, the first book that you connected with and couldn't put down? Okay, so I initially went for Gone Girl because I remember reading it when I first moved to London and I almost walked into a lamppost whilst I was reading it because I was reading it walking down the road. I could not put that book down. But then I went, I really like rewound and I thought of kids' books because I loved a book when I was younger And actually, this has been quite a fun part of having a baby is now I want to rebuy all these books. Actually, my mum still has loads of them. Oh, my God, I I can't read them because they're just they make me like really emotional. There's one called Tommy at the Grocers. I was telling Lily about this the other day. It's a pig and he gets left behind at the Grocers and they think that he's a chair and that he's an ear of corn and he just wants his mummy. And then at the end, his mummy comes to and I was like reading it to Mark slash almost crying. So I do think there was like Harry McClary from Donaldson Dairy. Did you ever oh, read that book? I don't think I have that one. Oh, that, I've, I've bought it already. I've bought your, it already. Once you have kids though, a lot, of, a lot of your favorite kids books get ruined because suddenly you're thinking like a mum, like Burglar Bill was like my favorite. And now when I read it to Grey, I'm like, this is terrible and terrifying. Why am I reading about a man breaking in through your window? It's that like, it's actually you, really see, you read things differently and you're like, I don't think I want to read this one. That is really scary. There's one called like Five Minutes Peace. It's all about like an elephant that just wants I love to get in one. the shout. No, you should just want to oh, the look. bar. Look, look, look. Have you got it? Oh, oh, this one's a quiet night in. It's the same one though. Oh, it's the same elephant yeah. family. Oh. Yeah, I've literally got it here. Oh my God, my so fave. I love cute. it. So I would say there's a lot of kids books. There was one called Tasty Poems that I was obsessed with. And we just wanted to read Tasty Poems all the time. I wanted to read Not Now Bernard all the time, just so we got to shout Not Now Bernard. Um, so I would say there's a lot of kids books I couldn't put down. What about you? Yeah. Well, yeah, so if we're talking kids, I guess from, in terms of me reading, I loved all the Jacqueline Wilson books, obviously. Oh my God, Illustrated Mum. Oh, oh just so loved good. them, loved them. But I think in, like the one that actually came to mind, I don't know if this first, this is a bit like people are going to like turn their nose up at it. If you're like a bit of a book snob, maybe, I don't know. But I just remember I was obsessed with Jodie Pickolt when I was like probably late teens, early 20s or something. What has she... So she did loads. I read all her books and I remember going on holiday with friends and I was reading My Sister's Keeper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I literally couldn't put it down. I used to just love her books. I found them really easy to read, but really gripping. 
and like relatable and I just I loved them and that I remembered that I just literally was like sorry I can't come out just to finish this chapter like couldn't put it down <laughs> she has I've actually read one of her books recently and for the life of me I can't remember it I feel like some of you will be listening to this like shouting it out to me um I read it at the beginning of the year it was really really good oh good yeah like I'm not, sure not if it's like one of those downable. yeah but I, I yeah. don't know if that you know some authors are like well that's not proper I don't know I'm not yeah I don't know that much but I feel like I yeah I found them really easy to read okay good good she's I proper. loved her books I worry this next question is the one that you've also left blank yes <laughs> Ah, I thought you'd know this one. Ellen asked your first double date, like Anna and Mark and Lillian Rich. I, I does Mark know? He'll know. Do you home? think? I don't know. Let me shout. Babe, 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 <laughs> babe. I don't know where he is. I think he might be in the shower. Wait, look, shall I see if I can ask Rich? I don't know if he's swimming or not. Come on, we have to. We have to find have out the answer. Fe- I have a feeling. Oh, are you ringing him? <laughs> Hi. Do you remember where our first double date was with Anna and Mark? Uh, it would have been in London. Yeah. Was it Florian Bar? Uh, Floripa. Do you Floripa. Mean? Yes. Was uh, it? Was it Floripa? What a bar. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, okay. Useless. <laughs> Don't worry. All right. Sorry. That was like call a friend. I feel like I'm on. Oh, who wants to be a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? I feel like maybe it was Floripa. That I know exactly what night you mean. We've got photos from it. But that seems like quite a wild night out for a first. Deb. Maybe it's less intensive. You're not sitting having dinner. I've just, I've just written like I did write some notes. This is okay to me. A classic double date with Lillian Rich. This is how it would go. We'd do something in the morning. We'd meet at maybe like half 10, 11. We'd be like, oh, let's go to Broadway Market or something. We'd go to the market. We'd go get some brunch somewhere. Chat, 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 chat. And then we'd be like, we don't want to go home. So then we'd go to like Laser Quest or something. Like Lily would be like, oh, let's go to this Laser Quest that I used to go to like for all of my teenage parties as a kid. And we'd like drive across town, like drive, because you always had your car, drive across town. We'd go to like a Laser Quest. We, had, we did this, like we went to a Laser Quest that was full of like 14 year old sweaty boys and me, Lily, Rich and Mark. Like that was so much fun. And then we'd be like, well, now we're hungry so then we'd go for dinner somewhere that you guys had heard of you'd be like oh you have to go to what did what did we like love it would have been like Oaxaca or something Oaxaca or no there was oh, the place in the oh, chicken shop or something oh yeah yeah chicken shop so then you'd be like oh you have to go to chicken shopping you have to get the pie at the end blah 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 blah, blah. like Lily also we'd go there and then and then you'd drop us home you'd always drop us home because you'd always feel bad about I don't know, I was getting the tube. Like, we were fine. We were big, big girls and boys. You could get the tube. And we wouldn't get home. You'd never do, this, like you'd never do this. You'd be like, oh my God, no way. Can I have a whole day out? <laughs> yeah, now. And now. you wouldn't say yes. After brunch, I'd be like, do you want to go for a walk? You'd be like, nah, I'm going home now. <laughs> <laughs> now I can do social occasions in two hour bursts only. But back in the day, this was like a full 12 hour thing. And we wouldn't plan it to be a 12 hour thing. <laughs> It's just it would it would it would evolve. But I am that person. I never want like a fun day to end. I always just want it to carry on. Like (laughs) even though even if it's like time to end, like end on a high, I'm like, come back to ours, like come have a cup of tea. Like I just hate hate it ending. Yes. I feel like the first time we all met though, 
I think you had some people around your house for like your birthday or something. And it was in, it was in your mum and dad's front room. Oh, wow. And Gemma was there. Gemma's maquillage. Oh, I have no recollection of this. I feel like that was the first time that the guys met. Oh, this is, this is like, oh, real, it's tripping things in my brain now. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, so long ago. a Lillian Rich date day, double date turned into like a day date. We wouldn't get home till like 11 o'clock at midnight. I just remember being so happy that Mark and Rich could have a ch- conversation. You know, when you go out with a couple and you just want to talk to your mate and yes. like leave the boys to it. But then like sometimes they have no chat and you're like, oh, yeah. but they can. We can just leave them and oh. just chat about stuff. And chat bites. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't even know what they talk about. They have a great time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Okay, Linnea asks, first time you went on a blogger slash brand trip? Ooh. I, I wonder if it's answer. the same one. No, it's not. It's definitely not. Because oh. I went on a trip by myself. My first ever, like, blogger trip was so random. It was to Morocco. Did you go and horse riding on a beach? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, I remember the that. The sole purpose was, like, to review this resort hotel, which I would never do now. Like, oh, my God, times have changed so much. <laughs> and it was with journalists. I was the only blogger. It was terrifying. I was so terrified, like oh my God, it just makes me laugh so much. Like my attitude towards blogger trips and stuff is so different now. But yeah, it was amazing just to go somewhere new and stay in this amazing resort. We did all these things like having an itinerary and going on horses on the beach and having to like make conversation with people I'd never met before. It was really quite experienced. I was still working full time at that point. So I think I took like a few days off work to do it. Wow. And it was, yeah, it was wild. It was wild. What about you? I've put, we went to Paris with Clarence, I think. I think that was oh, my yeah. first sort of like big, I hadn't gone, a, hadn't gone away with a brand before. And I'm pretty sure it was me, you, Re and Jen, and possibly yeah. someone else. And we stayed at Hotel Cost, which is like the most seamy, oh. fancy place <laughs> you've ever been to in your life. They play Is like- that when you bought the leather trousers? Maybe I bought leather. I'm I don't sorry. Know. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I bought leather. I was inspired. I was inspired. <laughs> they do the best shoestring fries. Yes. And we have been very lucky to stay there a few times over the years. But whenever I stay there, I'm just like, pinch me. Is this real life? They play like sceney lounge music all day, all day. And it's just the people watching is next level. It feels very celebby, but like, cool unknown celebrity i don't know i just find that when i say it's like so dark you literally can't like see what you're getting dressed into in the morning everything's just so dark (laughs) but i think it was that and yeah i was just like what is life this is amazing (laughs) yeah i'm very lucky (laughs) danielle asked first time you took a trip without your family so i put in the next question as well which is Emily asked first time you went on holiday with friends, just in case they were different. I wasn't sure yours would be, but mine are quite different. Because the first time I went away without my family was probably when I was 16 and I went on something called Israel tour, where you go away for a month. But it's like an organized thing. So you don't, you still feel like you're a kid because it's all organized and like planned out for you. But um, it's not with your family. 
So, and it was a whole month, which is like long. A month actually. is long. Yeah. Yeah. I went with a couple of friends, but I think I remember getting quite homesick as well, but it was an amazing experience. Like I would love for my kids to be able to do that. Cause I think at 16, it was like, I just learned so much being away from home for a month, oh being abroad. God. But yeah, was your first time without away without your family? Was it with friends? Well, you've, you've triggered something in my mind now is it's in year six i think we're in year six yeah. at school there was a big trip you could either go to wales or you could go to switzerland yeah they always do this. there's always some kind of trip in year six and all of my friends are going to switzerland so i begged my parents to let me go to switzerland um we went there on the coach that i think it was like 32 hours on a coach oh and you know mel like best mate mel she was sat opposite me and she sat with a sick bag in front of her for a while it was oh. all very distressing i mean imagine all those kids on a coach <laughs> It wasn't great. But then when we got there, Switzerland is just a very beautiful place. And we did like hiking and yeah, it was, it was like a really amazing, lovely trip. And yeah, I mean, those sorts of experiences when you're in school are just so cool. Like yeah. I'd never done anything like that before. I'd never been anywhere like that before. It was, yeah, the hotel was actually like quite nice considering we all stayed there for probably like a bargain rate. But I remember they tried to feed us a lot of spam and people were not into the spam. Yeah. <laughs> was upset whenever there was. That's what I remember, whether it was even spam, who knows. But um, we went to yeah. Isle of Wight for our year six trip and did a lot of like, I remember it was like underground, like you'd wear like this torch thing on your oh, head and you'd do like yes. tunneling or whatever it's called. What's it called? <laughs> What is that called? I don't you know. You know what I mean? Yeah. But like, like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Lots of like, activities. We had yeah. a disco. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll never forget this boy who fancied me, who I did not fancy back. He got on stage and he sung Robbie William Angels. And he had his fingers crossed the whole time. And someone was like, why do you have your fingers crossed? He was like, I'm ho- I was hoping Lily would ask me to dance with her. I mean, that makes me sound, it, it, it wasn't yeah, like a cool thing. Like no, no, it wasn't a cool thing. It wasn't, it wasn't the guy I fancied. Of course, it never is. Oh, oh bless him. Sweet. <laughs> I know. But you know when you're a kid and that's like it makes you like like my friend, she used to always get proposed to at school and she'd cry every time. Like you don't really want the attention. Like, it's actually like it makes <laughs> yeah. you quite nervous. <laughs> I didn't like oh, it when people fancied me. <laughs> singing angels. Oh, it's just weird thing. My nephew Bailey's like gonna go on a year six trip like oh, my God. soon. Like he's gonna like fancy someone and do weird things and like I can't believe cross his it. fingers and sing a yeah. song, yeah, sing Robbie Williams' "Angels." Oh my god, that's really tickled me. Um, what about the first time you went on holiday with friends? Yes, this was different. Yeah, very different. Um, I went to Ayanapa, of course. It's like a uh, what's the Ayanapa? Ayanapa. Oh my like god, a they play that all the time. They play that all the time in Ayanapa. Well, they did back when I went. In, like, yeah, I don't think they play that song anymore. 2008 or something. I was 18, I went with my three best girlfriends and I think we did it through First Choice Holidays. Is that even, is First Choice still around? And we'd go in like with our Saturday job pay packets and like pay off, you know, you could like go in and you could like oh, yeah. pay off like 50 pound, pay off 50 pound. Yeah. What are we just girls? That's terrifying. How old were you? I was 18. Did I call oh, my fine. parents? <laughs> To say, like, I wanted to come home early. Absolutely. Absolutely. Had we fallen out over a pair of shoes? Absolutely. Like, of course. (laughs) Your parents are so responsible, Anna. Whenever we talk about things like this, I just realise, I'm like, what are my parents doing? You were 18. 
I know that was my first trip. Yeah, was, that was all of our first trips away. I was friends with I was friends with people who had also like also strict parents. I really need to think about what sort of parent I'm going to be. This sort of conversation stresses me out. <laughs> I see the benefits to both. Anyway, did you have a nice trip? Apart was, from wanting to come home early. Yeah, apart from wanting to come home early because someone had borrowed my shoes and broken them at the phone party. <gasps> and then there was a whole big thing. And apparently I was taking it too personally. So did I call my parents? Was I taking it too personally? Yes, absolutely. Did I call my parents to say, this is the thing with me. Like I always call my parents whenever I go away to be like, I want, okay, this is good, but I want to come home now. <laughs> There's like, so, so many like elements. That. First of all, three girl, girls alone, that's like intense, like to not yeah. have any boys there, but also three. There's always going to be one that's like left out. Like three is a terrible number. I know, but it was, it was really fun. And we have lots of stupid stories and we made friends with lots of guys who were there yeah. from Scotland. And they were so like, but they were just our friends. Like they were actually just so nice. And we just hung out with them and like went to bars and pubs and they were obsessed with iron brew. And we just all just drank a lot of iron brew together and like sunbathed, you- probably got horrendously burned because we were stupid. Ugh. Did you get off with anyone? Mm, yes. <laughs> I don't even know what get off means. Yeah, I, I haven't said that saying in a long time. I think I was the only one that was single who oh. out of the girls. So, you know, it was fun. What about you? My first holiday with friends, we eased our way in with a trip to France when I was 15. That is so sophisticated. A trip yeah, so to my, France. <laughs> I know, I know. But I think it's because it was familiar to my parents. I've been going yeah. there like my whole life. And it was very sophisticated. It was, it was a couple's holiday as well. And I, I don't know, I'm hoping <laughs> the reason 15. why, I know, I'm hoping, I mean, I think I was like almost 16, like okay. almost 16. I think the reason my parents think it's all right is because I went with my friend Jake, who's like a couple of years older than me. Yeah. So maybe they trust him, although terrible idea. Just side note to my parents, like, don't trust Jake. He's like bad influence. But anyway, <laughs> so it was like Jake and my friend Gemma, who were a couple, and then me yeah. and my boyfriend at the time, who was called Richard, which is confusing, but it's not rich. It was a different guy. So we went on like a little trip. That and so funny. I was like 15, almost 16. Um, but we were pretty responsible. It was good, actually. Um, but then I, yeah, when I was 16, I went to, wait, could I have been 16? How could I have been 16 when I went to Magaluf? I feel like I was, I just, I know I was, I was 16. We went to Magaluf with like a big group. So like oh, yeah. my boyfriend at the time, it was a different boyfriend. Um, and there was like probably five, five girls and five boys or something. Yeah. And that, that was quite wild. But fun. It's the right. It's the right of passage. Is that the right phrase to say? Like you have to go on like a bit of a yeah. stupid, silly. Trip. I don't. It's don't you I'd love Grey to go to Magaluf? It's just so. Oh, it's the phone parties and the. I don't know. It's it's very like wet t-shirt. You know, BCM. Miss Iron Apple two thousand and eight. Who one of my friends did win that actually? <laughs> you can probably guess. She won. We were so proud of her. Was it brought up at her hen party? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's very like, the, when the music stops, get in a sex position. Like, yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. It was stupid and young and it was great. I'll never forget my friend Hannah telling me that at the phone party in Magaluf, they were like, first one to have sex in the phone gets a free CD. <laughs> And like she got trampled, she like fell over in the foam and someone like stepped on her face and her nose ring fell out and she had to look no. for it and like, oh, stressful. Something always Did you see that wrong. meme? <laughs> Did you see that meme of like a phone party that was like, something to do with like how to anti-back a club 
Or like, have you seen that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you imagine going to a phone party now? I would anyway, love sorry. to go to a phone party now. So oh, no, fun. I would not. No, thanks. <laughs> sorry, Gray, you're not going. <laughs> oh, my God. Anna asked, when was the first time that you realized your parents were just people like you trying to do their best in the world and that they weren't these all-seeing, all-knowing grown-ups you thought they were when you were a kid? There was also a lot of questions like this as well. Really? Loads. People were like, when do you know your parents weren't like invincible? (laughs) Guys, I still feel like they are. Like, especially my dad. Like, he's just the oracle of everything. Oh. Yeah. But don't don't you kind of feel like that? You just, there have been moments where I'm like, oh, he's a human. But like, I still feel a bit like he's not. He's like my dad. Like when he, I remember my dad's best friend passed away and I was 18 and we're seeing, him, we're seeing your dad cry for the first oh, time is horrible. So yeah, so that was a bit of like a, sad. yeah, that's a that's always a bit of a shocking moment. And then also I, I keep talking about my dad because my mom, like, I feel like I don't see my mom like that. My mom is just my mom. Um, but my dad wrote a book about his life. We, we've been trying to convince him for years to do it's it. amazing. Yeah, because he's had an amazing career with ridiculous stories. And so we got him to write it all down just so like we could have it. We could tell our children and grandchildren, whatever. So reading that, I was like, oh, was a bit like, wow, he's human. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I know what you mean. I think we both have that relationship with our dads that's quite like my dad is technically quite involved in our business and like he's he's our bookkeeper and so that kind of knowledgeable like advice on that kind of thing like and mark as well will also be like oh let's ask your dad like you know like that kind of thing and with my mum again there's like different questions that I ask my mum but I know what you mean there is that sort of they're just amazing advice givers but I will say (laughs) for me realizing that my parents were just like real people um, it's just any time we went on holiday and had to rent a car, like my parents, they're very into their routine. We love a UK family holiday. Like that is their happy place. That is their, you know, place they feel comfortable in. If ever we were away, not in the UK, I think my parents just went into meltdown. <laughs> like <laughs> holidays were not, me and Mark were literally talking about this yesterday. We were like, holidays weren't particularly relaxing, especially if there was a rental car involved. And you've got to remember there wasn't such a thing as sat nav. So it was like, you are dropped off in the middle of Mallorca or something. <laughs> and my dad does not know where the hell he's going. He does not know how to operate this car. My mum can't read in the car because it makes her feel sick. So, yeah. you know, it just, it was one of these things. It's like- This is so true. It's the same. It's terribly so. stressful. <laughs> just always well, so my dad stressful. spends the whole holiday like pretending that he's so great at driving gear. They always rent geared manual cars because it's cheaper, but they drive automatic at home. So he spent a whole holiday like stalling. <laughs> the car's like stalling. The whole time and you're like oh my god please can I just drive <laughs> but I just yeah I just remember you know me and my sister just silently sitting in the back of the car like oh my god it's like my parents were just stressing out couldn't find the hotel like it was just yeah that was always a reminder to me of like my parents are just human you know they're just trying to, just trying to get through guys oh god I feel like I just had like a flash forward of what you and Mark are going to be like as parents on holiday I could just see it now really a little rucksack with everything you need for the day all your snacks like portioned out and your map and your itinerary it's gonna be so organized I'm not gonna lie I'm really excited to um 
sort out my changing bag. Wow, that's really boring. <laughs> this is all we talk about, guys. Sorry, we're so boring. We always sidetrack and end up talking about changing bags. Jocelyn asks, oh my God, Jocelyn. <laughs> First time shaving or getting waxed? I've told this story before. Yeah, I think I may have as well. Like, what, what's yours? Well, shaving, I had one of the main parts in my school play, Pirates Penzance. I don't know if I've mentioned it before. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's Mabel. <laughs> And I just had the hairiest legs and I begged and begged and begged my parents and they let me, I think I was either borrowing my mum's razor or my dad's razor and they let me shave my legs. Did you cut yourself? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, of course. Like you just just have to. And then waxing. This was actually for Iron Apple and I was waxed. (laughs) When you like the context of this, I was being waxed to go on holiday with my friends by one of my friend's aunties. Yeah. Like she was waxing her niece and her niece's friends <laughs> their holiday time. But like gross. Um, and there was the whole thing with the extra strips. We need extra strips for yeah. me because <laughs> my fan is just so hairy. Lovely. Um, so yeah, that's my like waxing shaving day. I was like, definitely told the story before. Yeah, I don't think I had to shave. I don't remember. I'm sure I had like hairy legs earlier, but I don't remember like knowing about them. But my first time waxing was definitely Keisha's mum, who's a beautician. She did it for me, like in her, she had like a special beautician room in her flat. And oh, I, she like, she waxed. And ever since then, she just couldn't stop laughing because I kept breaking out into a cold sweat. And ever since then, <laughs> that's, that's what I'm known for. And I do every time, if I ever go for a wax, I like get clammy. Yeah. Like, I break into yeah, a cold yeah. sweat. Um, but she also like, she just, my legs were so long and it took her forever and she just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Oh my God, the cold sweat. I feel like I'm getting it now. Just Everyone needs a that. friend's mum who's a beautician. That's like the best way to do it the first oh, time. It's the best. And um, Rebecca asks, first time meeting a partner's parents. Mine lived abroad. So our first meeting was a week long stay in their house. Eek. Thankfully it went well. That isn't quite Wow. Intense. Rebecca. Wow. <laughs> I, would yeah, have been I mean, freaking out. I'm jealous of my friends whose partner's parents live in London. Because then you could just yeah. like see them. For breakfast or like, yeah. you know, same with me. My first time meeting Rich's parents, I think I had to go and stay there, which is like quite intense. Yeah, same with, yeah, same with Mark's. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I can't really remember, but I think the first time I met Rich's parents was when we went back for one of Rich's like school friends' birthdays. And she's one of those people that has a, like a leap year birthday. So it probably, it was probably like her 25th, but she did like a fifth birthday party theme. (laughs) So it was like school disco or something. And so I dressed up in like the most inappropriate slutty, like school disco outfit. (laughs) And that's how I met Rich's parents. It was really embarrassing. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, I would love Mark's parents to live nearby as well, because then, yeah, you just get to sit for lunch. Yeah, sit for lunch, pop around for the afternoon, have a little coffee. Instead of the whole, yeah, it's like a whole yeah. like Friday to Sunday thing. I'm pretty yeah. sure I have told this story before, but it was Mark's 21st birthday, I think. And I got horrendously drunk um, and then was so hungover and we had to go to a carvery. And then I had to meet like 25 of his family members. I met everyone. I met his nan, his aunties, <laughs> oh, yeah. his uncles, his cousins, everyone so hungover. And actually Mark was going through his stuff. Um, he's finally got kicked out of his room at his mum's house because of the baby. <laughs> we call it Mark's Museum. It's being dismantled. Mark's Museum is being dismantled, people. Like, we've been together for 12 years, 12, 13 years, and his stuff is fine. His mum was like, you need, to, you need to take all of your stuff home, finally. 
Um, so he had, oh my God, he had so much stuff there. We've been going through photos and stuff. And he found a photo from that day and it's me and him and his nan, who is sadly no longer with us. And it was, I, I, I was surprised actually. I was like, I don't actually look. They're that horrendous. <laughs> no, because you used to get, Anna, you used to get drunk and hungover after like two drinks. I remember. Yeah. Oh my God, can you imagine me now? Jesus. Oh my God. I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried for what's going to happen Half after a drink. August. Yeah. Have one amaretto sour and be on the floor. But also I was what? I was 20. I was 19. I like, you know, you have yeah. a hangover and you still look great. It's very different in your 30s. I think Rich's parents have only just stopped taking the piss out of me because I was literally, I would like look out the window and see like a wild rabbit and be like, oh my God, a rabbit! And like just get so excited by like just normal countryside things. They just thought I was this London princess. <laughs> Which is definitely <laughs> not true. Like at all, of course not. Gangan asks, first time getting your period. I was at a friend's house at school. I was about 13. Oh, you were not at home. No, I was not at home. I was wearing beige, like, cargo trousers, like, chinos. And we were, like, play fighting. I have no idea why, but we were, like, rough and tumble, like, fighting in her lounge. And this girl was super fancy. I can't even tell you her house was unbelievable. I'd never been anywhere like it. I was so overwhelmed by how huge and fancy her house was anyway. It was the first time I'd been there. And I remember going to the toilet and like seeing that I'd started my period. And I don't remember, it must not have leaked onto my trousers because then I'm sure that this, it would have been much more horrific. But I luckily, I think it happened towards the end of our like play date and my mom had picked me up and it was a Sunday and we used to go to this Italian restaurant every Sunday with my family. So my mom picked me up and she was like, I think I'd maybe I'd have a sleepover the night before actually. She was like, right, we're going to go straight to uh, the gaff for lunch. Um, and I was like, no, 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 I want to go home first. And she was like, no, it's much easier. We're driving past it. And I was like, no, no, I want to go home first. She was like, Lily, we're not going home. And I was like, mom, I need to go home. <laughs> and I remember like, we got to like the front door and I was like, I think I started my period. Like, and that's all, that's all I remember. But I just remember it was so like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I didn't, I didn't prep for it, for, prep for its arrival. Do you know I mean? It was a bit of a shock. How do you remember it's a Sunday? <laughs> Because we used to go to La Gaff every Sunday. Is this the place that does the long pizzas? No. So that guy used to work at La Gaff. He owned oh, his own place. This was like okay. pre then. Okay, wow. We'd go for years. I used to have wow. all my little birthday parties there. It was just a little Italian family run <laughs> place. Like wow. we'd, we'd go, we'd take our dog and we'd like cut up penne and put it in a clean ashtray on the floor and she'd like eat some penne. Lily, it's so weird. So such a so weird family tradition. So anyway. fancy. So random. <laughs> I know. Why was that dog eating penne? a piece of chicken every Sunday. My mum was like, that's your roast dinner, guys. No, but it's because we used to see my grandma and it was like this occasion and we'd like take her for lunch Aww. to his Italian place. It wasn't fancy. It was like really affordable. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> that was my period starting story. I'm really glad that we managed to go home in the end so I could change my pants. It's also, it's a shock to the system. And also you hear stories. There was someone in our school who was on, on the pier and started her period in white jeans. Like, you know, you hear oh. all these stories and I'm really, really grateful. Mine was just, I was at home and I was practicing on my keyboard in my bedroom. Oh, it, re- it was actually it also, also, it always starts like a bit brown, doesn't it? It's not like red blood. And that, that's even more scary. You're like, what is this? <laughs> what is coming at me? And I do remember my mum always had, well, because this is what people really want to know, my, how my mum's periods were. She always <laughs> had really like painful periods. So she was actually always really, really 
the fam- the women in my family were not the best um, nurses. Like, we would make terrible nurses. We're like, oh, you're fine. Pull yourself together. That's like the attitude. But whenever we had our periods, my mum was always so nice. She oh. like got us, you know, a little hot water bottle and I was very like looked after. But um, yeah, I was just practicing keyboard in my bedroom. So actually it was very uneventful. <laughs> Who taught you how to use a tampon? Did anyone teach you? Or did you just teach yourself? We must have had a lesson in school. Oh, I definitely did have a lesson in school. Oh, our school was really like, you know, put a question in the box and we're answering it and they answered everything. <laughs> you know, it was it wasn't they were just they were they would go for it. They're like, you want sex education? Cool. Like, here you go, we're gonna give it to you. Um, I love this question from Neelu. First email address, and also Annie asked, and aim. A-I-M screen name. Is that like MSN? I think that must be like, yeah, inst- like instant messenger. I remember my email. It was glossy lips underscore 35. Wow. I have no idea what 35 even means. It makes you sound I very really mature. Remember. It makes you sound like you're 35. Glossy lips 35. <laughs> um, I don't remember what my MSN screen name is. Though. I just remember being on MSN all the time. But I don't remember. I, I don't know if it was anything interesting. I don't think it was. Mine wasn't. Mine was probably just Anna with lots of like asterisks and squiggles around yeah. it. You know? Yeah. What was your email? I've I've just always been like Anna Gardner. How boring. No, not your first my ever email. First, I promise you my first oh, ever email you was are Anna so Gardner. Vanilla. That just like sums me up as a person. It's like, wow, how boring <laughs> and sensible. <laughs> like, oh, wow. Anna Who, I thought you'd be like little Miz. Like there was a little, there was loads of like, there was a little Miss Minx, little Miss Sugar. <laughs> Marks was great. Marks was Funky Monkey 69. <laughs> <laughs> well, you told me that. I don't. Monkey Monkey 69. I was like, oh, babe. Babe, come on. Um, but yeah, funny. my first email address was really boring. So when I saw this question, I was just like, oh, no, this is not a good oh, moment for me. This is gosh. not a good Anna, I judge you. I judge you. <laughs> okay, do you have an answer for the next one? Jenna asked, first time peeing or pooping your pants um, as an adult. Can I just say, Lily put this uh, episode together. Thanks, Lily. And I really feel like it started, like it's really like ramped up. Like the questions towards the end and the next questions as well. They're really like, really like ramped up the pressure with each question. It's not my fault. I just went down the comments. People obviously grew in confidence as they saw the other comments come it. in. I love it. Yes. Well, I probably I wasn't an adult adult, but I was definitely in senior school. Yeah. And I, I think I must have peed my pants in my sleep. Um, and I, then my mum caught me washing my PJs in the bathroom sink to oh, try. Did and... you dream about going to the toilet? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That's bad. And then it just scars you and going to friends sleepovers <laughs> after that becomes a really stressful experience because you're like, it's never happened since, thank God. But yeah, it made me, it made me really worried for going around people's houses, the sleepovers. Yeah. If I didn't have a story of me peeing myself as an adult, then I would have said laser quest when I was about 10 and I went to like an older boy, like my neighbor, he's two years above me. I went to his birthday party and I was so scared. I sat in the corner and I like wet myself and I was like nine. <laughs> but unfortunately I do have, I do have quite a recent story. Oh yeah. Gray was six weeks old and it was her jabs. So I'd like just given birth. I mean, I had a C-section, but guys, I got to 10 centimeters. So, you know. It's still Things quite stretchy down there. Yeah. Um, and it was her six week jabs and we were absolutely fine. I was waiting outside, wearing leggings. And the minute they were like, they called Gray's name, I just wet myself. I have no idea why. 
And I looked at Rich and I went, I'm, I'm weeing. I'm, I'm currently <laughs> no. weeing. It, it, I couldn't stop it. I started, you know, it's like, it's almost like when you're about to walk on stage and you get that nervous, like, oh, am I going to wet myself? But because I'd like just, I'd been pregnant and had a baby, I had no pelvic floor and I couldn't stop it. And it just streamed out. And I was like, and Rich was like, what, what? And I had to go, and he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, I'm wetting myself, I'm wetting myself. And he was like, um, okay. And I was like, I'm just going to have to, I was wearing black leggings, luckily. I was like, oh, I'm lucky. just going to have to go in. Oh, and I had to go God. in and like give her jabs and carry on with the whole thing. And it was like so traumatic. Oh, and I was God. like, I can't believe that's just happened. It was bizarre. And it hasn't happened since, luckily. Like I've been able to hold it. There's been many times <laughs> I'm sure where I've like sneezed and had to cross my legs. But um, that was quite a experience i mean it's quite traumatic having the jabs anyway and i was like well that that was interesting wow. i texted my friends afterwards i was like never guess what just happened <laughs> i will say i didn't realize that this like changing your pelvic floor happens so soon and now sometimes when i sneeze i really have to concentrate yeah i thought it was to do with giving birth but i think it's to do with the pregnancy which has thrown me because i i thought you didn't get that when you have a c-section but I think you do. <laughs> it's just a real change yeah, of pressure. Good luck from now on. Every time you sneeze, you'll have to cross your legs. If you ever see a woman do that, just be just know that they're a mum. Like it's <laughs> the classic mum thing to cross your legs when you sneeze. But I really was expecting that for after. And now when I sneeze, I'm kind of like, oh, I think a bit we came out and Mark just yeah, like looks yeah. at me and he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. <laughs> Wait till a full blown stream of wee comes out and you can't stop it. Oh You're God. like, wow, this is just happening. <laughs> Oh, okay. I think by that point I wasn't even wearing pads anymore. Anyway, whatever. Sorry, I won't keep going on. So I don't this want to question from Christina. Can you remember Shocked me. telling Shocked your me. parents about your first time? We know what she means here. Did you tell them? And if so, how was the conversation? I'm sorry. Do people tell their parents after they've had sex for the first time? No, they don't. No, no. I, did you? I didn't. My notes. I told my diary. My notes just say terrible, terrible, terrible. That's all <laughs> my notes say. This is like, it's very rare that I come to a story that I'm like, I don't think I can talk about this in the podcast, but I really don't think I can. Oh, well, did it? No, you don't have to talk about your first time. I was just no, asking but, whether you but told how your parents. My parents found out. It was horrible. It was like. They found out? Yeah, it was to do with like a falling out that I'd had with a friend, and then like mums got involved, and then mums were like, oh. you need to talk to your daughter about what she she's done. And it was, it was. <gasps> actually just terrible and why did such... you sleep with someone's boyfriend or something? no oh my god it's just like how dare i have sex like i don't i honestly have blurred out so much of it in my head because it was just like a really terrible yeah, terrible 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 i i oh yeah wow. i don't think my it's parents bad. it's just uh, we don't talk in my family like that like no they don't know they, they probably we still don't like i'm like mom dad i'm pregnant and they don't we don't talk about how that happened like no it's just an unspoken thing yeah yeah my mum probably knows how old I was when I lost my virginity because of this podcast oh god rather than Does anything she else I'm, sometimes she'll just be like oh tell Anna that the diddle diddle and I'm like oh my god wait that's referencing the podcast what is she yeah I think she does she listen not know the that people from our real life cannot listen no, yes exactly including you Debs stop listening yeah, Debs stop listening <laughs> Katie stop listening <laughs> like get out get out of it it's the same rule when it comes to watching our YouTube videos true <laughs> okay Alice asks I think this is the final question oh a bit of a downer to end on sorry I didn't organise yeah. these very well um first time you feared your life any scary experiences ever 
I don't know yes. if you've got a separate one to talk about, but one sprung to mind for me. And then I was like, oh my God, Anna was there. We did yeah, this together. It, that, uh, there was one time on a plane. I think we were both on this plane trip to, I think we were going to LA and I want to say Victoria was with us. And it was, it was so turbulent on the takeoff. I mean, oh, really? we weren't sat next to each other. You were behind me. But that was one time that I was just like, should I call Mark? (laughs) It was really bad. But I would say this time that you're going to talk about in Selfridges was easily when I've never seen my life flash before my eyes like this. It was so weird. And for like years, this affected me afterwards. And I don't think we ever really like- I still don't like going in there now, if I'm honest, in that section. Oh, it's so weird. Yeah, so we were in the beauty workshop part of Selfridges. And I'll never forget, because I was talking to Caroline Hirons, who had like just done an event. We'd, me and Anna had been out all day. With me, yeah. I remember you had, with Amelia, was she there as well? Yeah. yeah. And Amelia. you had a little diptyque bag yeah. with a candle in it. Yeah. And I remember exactly what we were wearing. You were wearing these like sandals. <laughs> and basically all we heard was a massive bang. And then we turned around, this is how I saw it. I turned around and just saw a sea of people running towards us, coming yeah. from the kind of jewelry section running and the fear on people's faces you can't describe what it looks like when you see that fear in people's eyes and one person I feel like I'll never forgive this person but it's not their fault one person shouted run he's got a gun and we just ran and Anna I ran because I think you just don't know how you're gonna deal with this situation I ran and hid behind the till I saw this till and I just I thought I was thinking there's someone with a gun. So I hid. I didn't want to run with my back to someone. So I ran and hid behind the till. And I saw Anna running off, slipping all over the place in her little (laughs) sandals. Like You literally look like Bambi. You dropped your bag. Your dipty candle went flying. Yeah. And I remember I knew Selfridges really well because I've been going there like my whole life. And you missed the exit. You ran past the exit. You ran through like the top shop bit. And I just remember thinking like, oh my God, she has missed the exit. And then I was like, what am I doing? I'm just sitting here in the bloody room with a shooter. (laughs) And so so then I decided to just like run, make a run for it. And I ran for the exit. So me and Anna ended up in so two different sides of Selfridges. And I just, I knew where I was going. So I ran towards Marlow and High Street and I just wanted to get as far like north as possible. Yeah. In a way. And I remember phoning you and just telling you to come meet me there. Yeah, you, me and you, Amelia. You were like, quite hysterical on the phone. Me and Amelia kind of, we sort of ran into each other. And then, yeah, you called and we like ran up to meet you. And then so I remember we, Caroline calling us to be like, are you okay? Yeah. Because Caroline We sat in a cafe well. and yeah. we had an orange juice. And yeah. I think we cried. Yeah. And we were like, what? And we didn't find out for hours actually what had really happened. And actually what had happened is someone had just gone through the Selfridges doors on a moped with a helmet on and with a massive um, axe axe and smashed the jewelry thing open with an axe to steal like watches. So it wasn't at all like what we had thought would happen, but it was just, it's the not knowing. Oh my God, that was just the most terrifying thing ever. Yeah, people started running towards us silently. That's the thing. There was no screaming. There was no shouting. It was people running for their lives silently and just uh, yeah just that moment and then something clicks in your head and of course yeah you knew that place really well I didn't so I'm just running for like the one exit that I knew of in my shoes that was slipping around everywhere you just yeah you just do we we, and like Amelia went in a different way we all just like kind of ran in different directions 
and yeah that was really scary I in that moment I it's almost like you see the newspaper front page like that's what I could it was to be ages to go back to that beauty workshop but it really scared me actually even now even though it wasn't (laughs) yeah so weird so weird anyway we're so lucky that it wasn't at all what I thought it was and we were fine and they didn't want to hurt anyone no no one was hurt but it was just one of those things that you're like wow did that really happen that was quite yeah that's yeah. something. Well, yeah. a somber note to finish this week's podcast off with. Um, but thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for all of your questions. There were so many questions for this. So hopefully we like picked out the juicy ones and you enjoyed it. And don't forget to rate, review and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or whatever podcast app you use. And remember to join the At Home With Facebook group to join in the conversation and sending your questions for upcoming episodes. We only have two more left of the season. Oh my God, that's crazy. We've got next week sorted. It's Lily and Anna unedited. So prepare for some real juice. Like the questions for that one. Lily picked out and I was just like, cool, right, we're going there. Love that. (laughs) And then the final one is going to have the guys on. And so we will be asking for your questions for that very soon in the group. So make sure you keep an eye out for that. And please, if you found any of the firsts today funny and you want to add your own stories, please do put them on the Facebook page. I'd love to have a little read. Oh, for sure. You can find me on Instagram. I'm at Lily Pebbles and Anna is at the Anna Edit. And thank you so much to our producer and editor, Joel Grove. Tune in next Thursday for a new episode and we'll see you then. See you then. Bye. Bye.